Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners. The hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. We're back, baby. Hello, oh, everyone. so good to be back. Every single yeah. time we take a little break, I'm always looking forward to it. My heart is just so full when we have yeah. these, these drinkings and Bibles and studies. Yeah, it's good for the heart, good for the soul, indeed. And we're doing yet another book today, a whole book. In one episode, here we are. <laughs> whole I'm like one, one chapter. Yeah. Yes, one chapter. It's more than one chapter in one mm. sitting. In one, all in one go. All in one gulp. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. yeah, one gulp. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, I was having a funny realization the other day where I was trying to describe to a coworker about this show. So we were out to dinner, and, mm. and you know, she was asking about it, and I was trying to explain, and I realized that kind of wherever someone falls on the Christian to atheism spectrum, mm-hmm. when they hear about our show, they always assume it's the opposite of whatever they are. <laughs> and it's, what does that mean? It's this, well, what I've found is that like, if the person I'm talking to is atheist, they tend to start with the assumption of like, oh, this is like a Christian show. No. Oh, like a real Bible study. This is a real Bible study. I don't know if I can mm. get it. And if a Christian hears it, they tend to hear the drunk part and they go, mm-hmm. mm, this must be making fun <laughs> of the Bible and, 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 you know, that this is an atheist show and that it's, like, but it's somewhere in between, hopefully. But there you go. Well, one of them is slightly more right than the other, but we'll leave that yeah. to the listener to yeah. figure out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There'll be a prize at the end of the whole show if you figure it out. Yeah. Now, the weird irony is that that also applies. It's all in the ear of the beholder, the belistener. Mm-hmm. The belistener. Beautiful. They can listen to 100 episodes of DBS, and all the atheists are going to be like, gosh, these Christians, they're just so Christian. I can't stand it. But, and then all the Christians mm-hmm. are going to be like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. How ah! dare you defile this beautiful book? And uh, yeah. no one likes us. Well, there it yeah, is. I'd say that's accurate. except for our, our wonderful listeners that are <laughs> yes. that are here <laughs> yes. right now in the flesh, listening to us on our live show as well. Yeah, so. I like Angry Dorito in the chat, who I believe is based in Australia, is having a nice breakfast Bible study with us. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, time zones for the win. Exactly. It's great. It's beautiful. Exactly. Very exciting. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Zephaniah. What, yeah. what you got, Jace? What's the scoop? Yeah, any scoop? Yeah, let me, let me tell you a tiny bit about Zephaniah. So Zephaniah lived like the same time as freaking everyone else we've been reading about. So during the reign of King Josiah, mm-hmm. uh, like 640 to 609 BCE, basically that's the gist of it. His name perhaps means Yah has concealed. Oh. Or he whom Yah has hidden. Oh. Whoa. Or Yah lies in wait. Whoa. Okay. So Is he invisible? Very spooky. He's a sneaky, spooky kind of a spy, maybe. Like a, Ooh, he's a spy. Cool. Or a ninja. You know, someone you don't okay, see coming. Who's, yeah, who's a spy or a ninja type? Hmm. Uh, yeah, like somebody who's been a James Bond 
like we could have Pierce Brosnan or something. Ooh, Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> That's interesting. interesting. Yeah. I feel like okay. you see Pierce Brosnan coming, but... I think you might, right. yeah. I mean, we could do Daniel Craig. Now, I, I do... It does make me think of the me, very the much-memed song about Shia LaBeouf. That was all the rage a few years ago about Shia LaBeouf kind of sneaking up behind you. Oh, gosh. Right. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. I don't know. Do we want him in our movie? <laughs> Maybe. You know, Maybe I don't not. know. This could be a good role for him. You know, it's one episode. And my yeah. gist of Zephaniah is that of the prophets, he's going to be one of the more intense like mm-hmm. everything will be destroyed and ruined and terrible kind of oh, a kind how of a exciting. Guy. That's the impression I've got. We could uh what about like Robert Pattinson? <laughs> I don't know. Boy, oh boy. Hmm. Do you not see Robert Pattinson coming? I don't know. Can you look him in the eye? I have you seen the new Batman? Nope. Nope. Okay, well <laughs> I think you'd get what I've been talking about. He's in the shadows and in the dark a lot. Okay, so our three candidates right now are Pierce Brosnan, Shia LaBeouf, and our Pats. <laughs> very, just a swipe. Yeah, just very different people. Except for their hallway. Amazing. Men. Okay, I mean, I'm okay to to bring in those three and then yeah. maybe at the end of the reading we can decide. There you go. Sure. Yeah, maybe by the halfway point we can kind of decide which of them. I mean, we might know right away. Mm-hmm, we'll have to mm-hmm. see. Okay. We'll have to see. Yes. And yes, rocking on in the chat, I have seen the Batman and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Yeah. All right, folks. All righty. Um, what are you two drinking? Well, I am enjoying a delightful cider, but it mm. is specifically, it is Rev Nats, Reverend Nats. Oh. Portland style hard cider. And the flavor is sacrilege sour cherry, which I thought wow. was more than appropriate. <laughs> Indeed. For this sometime sacrilegious show. And it's quite nice. It's got that real nice, like sour cherry flavor, like a, like a candy from your childhood. I dig it. Tasty. Ooh, look at that. It's a beautiful color. Mm-hmm. It's like the blood of Christ or something. Is that a thing? It's exactly like the blood of Christ. That's a yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I have this beautiful purple drink here that you might Is think. Is that creme, creme de menthe? You might think, but no. Is it butterfly it's, peas? It's got butterfly peas in it. You're right. <laughs> So, oh my gosh. yes, so, you put a lot in there. Wow, that's very, very colorful. Well, so I found this bottle of gin that is oh. colored with butterfly pea. It's called indigo gin. Yes. And I saw it at the store and was like, Emily, I need to get this for Emily. I need oh my to gosh. display drinks to Emily. Yes. And so I've been having yes. fun. So it's fun when I do it with like a, um, a gin and tonic, mm-hmm. and then I put a little lemon in it because then mm-hmm. the lemon is Changes the citrus color. and it changes color from, from purple to pink. And that's yes. Fun. yes. Uh, but in this case, I did a martini. Oh. So it looks like a fruity drink, but it's actually more of a dry, just, you know, alcohol. Alcohol. All the time. Just all booze so, all the time. Butterfly pea is actually like super dark blue. Mm. And then when it, yeah, when it changes pH, it becomes that purple, but initially it's like a very dark blue. Got it. So because it's in the gin, I'm assuming, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've seen some cafes trying to pass it off as, it's blue matcha. And I'm like, I know no, your game. it's just butter. You're yeah. like, I know what, but yeah. <laughs> I know what real matcha is. There's so many people at work who I serve and they're like, I'm sorry, what? Butterflies, do they pee in my drink? I'm like, no. <laughs> yep. No, they don't. Classic. No. Yeah. Classic jokes. Love it. <laughs> so it's it, technically when this episode comes out, it's going to be June, but I did so few Mezcal Mays that I wanted one last Mezcal drink. Hmm. Love it. And so I made a Mezcal Sour. Ooh. Um, it's really good. 
Uh, and then I threw a little bit of Campari in there because it's supposed to have Sinar, which is a artichoke liqueur. What? But I don't. I didn't have that on hand. Yeah, have you not heard of that, Dedeker? No. You can find it like in a grocery store. Yeah, Sinar is like a random weird liqueur, but it's in a lot of drinks. So instead of that, I put in um, Campari, and here we are. This like very beautiful color as well. Nice. We all have colorful drinks today. Yeah, good job, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so today we're going to be reading this book. The one other thing I'll tell you is that this is one of the books that originated the term "the Lord's Day." Oh, what is the uh, Lord's or, I'm sorry. Day? Oh, Sunday. I'm sorry. Hold on. Pause. Oh, the Day of the Lord, which is different from the Lord's Day. So the Lord's Day is is Sunday or or Saturday, depending on your religion. Uh, but the Day of the Lord is like the day He's going to come f everybody up. You know, cool. This is a bad. This is a bad time. I mean, that's happened the the like world, constantly. Kind of that that sort of a deal. Yeah, yeah. I say. So anyway, that's the other claim to fame for this. So hopefully. In keeping with that, I've picked some cool music to go along with our boy Zephaniah here. Oh, jeez. Okay, this does influence our casting choices yeah. a little bit. I don't know if this is very Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> yeah, who who is this? This might be Shia LaBeouf. I don't know. We'll have to see. Could be Shia LaBeouf. I feel like it's Robert Pattinson and the okay, Batman, right. but whatever. We'll see. We'll right. see. Okay. Yes. We'll be determined. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, it is time for the book of Zephaniah, chapter one. The word of Yahweh came to Zephaniah, the son of Cushi, the son of Gedaliah, like the chocolates. (laughs) (laughs) The son of Gedaliah. Oh, that's Godiva. Godiva? (laughs) No, I was thinking of the the other chocolates. Ghirardelli? Uh, Maybe I combined those two in my head. (laughs) Godiva, yeah, I got it. Okay, okay. So Zephaniah, the son of Cushi, the son of Gedaliah the son of Amariah, the son of Hezekiah, in the days of Josiah, the king of Ammon, king of Judah. Okay, here's the word. I will utterly sweep away everything off the surface of the earth, says Yahweh. Wow. Wow, it's like a good old Marie Kondo clean out. (laughs) I like that. She's like, this doesn't spark (laughs) joy Yeah, this is not bringing, yeah, no joy. None of this sparks joy. (laughs) (laughs) Understandable. I will sweep away man and animal, I will sweep away the birds of the sky, the fish of the sea, and the heaps of rubble with the wicked. I will cut off man from the surface of the earth, says Yahweh. I will stretch out my hand against Judah and against all the inhabitants of Jerusalem. I will cut off the remnant of Baal from this place. Is this what this is about, really? Just Baal? Like trying to get Baal out of here? Seems that way. And it's like the only way I can get him out is to just you know, shake the Etch-a-Sketch, start all over from scratch. There you go. So yeah, I will cut off the remnant of Baal from this place, the name of the idolatrous and pagan priests, those who worship the host of the sky on the housetops, click, 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 those who worship and swear by Yahweh and also swear by Malcolm in the middle. <laughs> but I'm sorry. Mal- Malcolm. Malcolm. M-A-L-C-A-M. Malcolm. Wow. I- 
think we looked this up before and it's just another name for Molech. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that sounds that sounds accurate. And is Molech another an additional god like Baal? Yeah, Molech was the god where where you sacrificed your baby allegedly to fire. And he ate it. Oh, no. Yeah. He, fire. he burned it up. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's how he eats is by burning. Got it. Uh, so, yeah, so those who also swear by Malcolm in the middle, those who have turned back from following Yahweh, and those who haven't sought Yahweh nor inquired after him. Pardon me, I've come to call upon Yahweh. Is he about? I'm sorry. Yahweh, where are you? Yes. <laughs> I'm just really curious to check the message real quick because, um, oh yeah, there it is. He says, I'll sweep the place clean of every trace of the sex and religion, but all shrines and their priests. Mm-hmm. Every trace, going to scrub out all the lube. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Sex crumbs. <laughs> oh, gosh. The crumbs? What is it? I, okay, I, I'm not even... Like you don't get sex crumbs? I mean, if you're eating at the same time, I guess. <laughs> Emily's face. Mm, mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Okay, he, uh, Eugene... Oh, this is good. Eugene goes on to say, I'll get rid of the people who sneak up to their rooftops at night to worship the star gods and goddesses. Ooh, the star... Oh, that's, yeah, that's also interesting that they sneak. Astrology. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't think that you have to sneak up onto your own rooftop. Oh, I thought that you said stink. Like, they just smelled really bad. <laughs> oh, they stink to high <laughs> heaven. <laughs> no, they sneak. Yeah, they sneak Sneaking. up to their rooftops. Yeah. yeah. Well, we do know that Yahweh hates the smell of incense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, there you go. He did, yeah. Smell of other gods' incense. Mm, can't do it. No. Right, yeah, it's bad. Um, oh, and this is good, too. Also, those who continue to worship God, but cover their bases by worshiping other king gods as well. Cover their bases? <laughs> like, what are these yeah. bases of which he speaks? <laughs> well, like, just in case they turn out to be stronger or something. Oh, you know, yeah. worship them, too. Got it, okay. Like, hedging your bets. I've known some people who practice their faith in such a way. Interesting. Huh. Mm, yeah. God don't like that. yeah. Let's see here. So yeah, uh, people who have not inquired after him. Be silent at the presence of the Lord Yahweh, for the day of Yahweh is at hand. But yeah, that's this is the day of the Lord that we were talking about. Oh, oh, oh cool. Okay. Yeah. cool, cool. For Yahweh has prepared a sacrifice, and it's you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all y'all. He has prepared a sacrifice. He has consecrated his guests. It will happen in the day of Yahweh's sacrifice that I will punish the princes, the king's sons, and all those who are clothed with foreign clothing. Is this... Oh, shoot. Oh, what? Just we're back to clothing rules again. Yeah, We haven't foreign heard clothing. anything foreign. since like Leviticus. Is that specifically mm-hmm. like what silk or what linen or whatever? Or linen's okay, right? Well, yeah. Remember in like Levitical law, it was about blending fibers. Okay. And right. So everything we wear today. One of the one of the predominant theories is that, yeah, linen represents the Egyptians. And so right. we're, we don't want any of that. So what about cotton? Is um. Cotton is probably also the Egyptians while we're at it. Everyone loves some good Egyptian <laughs> cotton sheets. Then what the heck do they wear? Oh, you know, the Ammonites are definitely polyester and then the Cushites oh, oh are some kind of rayon blend. Mm-hmm. and Yeah, bamboo fibers or something. You know, and then spandex, of course, okay. belongs to yeah. the, oh, the yeah, Edomites. They love spandex. You know. <laughs> love it. <laughs> They're just all spandex all the time. You always like cut that shit out. Get it off your body. Superhero. They look like superheroes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm just I do wonder though what what it actually means in this context. Eugene says dressing up like foreign priests and priestesses. Huh. Oh, it's like some cosplay. Oh. <laughs> right. Okay, that's what it is. He hates cosplay. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. 
in that day, I will punish all those who leap over the threshold, who fill their master's house with violence and deceit. In that day, says Yahweh, there will be the noise of a cry from the fish gate. What? A wailing. (laughs) A fish gate? A a noise? It's like a Shamu gate. Yeah. Like... You put, yeah. Oh, okay. It's like a Stargate, but weirder. A Stargate? Ooh, that's good. It's a Stargate, but into like underwater fish world. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. I thought that it was, yeah, I don't know. There will be the noise of a cry from the fish gate, a wailing from the second quarter, and a great crashing from the hills. Wail, you inhabitants of Maktesh, for all the people of Canaan are undone. All those who were loaded with silver, are cut off. It will happen at that time that I will search Jerusalem with lamps and I will punish the men who are settled on their dregs, who say in their heart, Yahweh will not do good, neither will he do evil. Um, What? So, okay, hold on. Let me, before you pull up the message, Mm -hmm. let me try to parse that. So I'm going to get out my lamps, my multiple lamps. Yeah. And search. Yeah. Search around. Because it's dark. Find the men who are resting on their dregs, whatever that means. The people who in their heart are like, Yahweh's not going to... Ambivalent about Yahweh? Yeah. The ambival- yeah. Mm. They're just the extremely jaded people. <laughs> I see. Sure. Yeah. He's not doing anything. Yeah. And so Yahweh is like, I'll show you something. I'm going <laughs> to kill everyone. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. I think, yeah, I think you're right that it is kind of like the people who are like, he doesn't care. He's not even involved. You know, he's not mm-hmm. going to do good or bad. Just don't worry about it, yeah. bro. Just oh, stop, boy. stop stressing. Maybe the agnostics, perhaps. Ooh, those agnostics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is interesting. This is from the new, the, the Jewish Bible, the complete Jewish Bible translation. I will search Yerushalayim with lamps and punish those who are smug and thick like wine. Left too long on its dregs. Okay, a I, I thick mean, wine. Wine is not that thick. Yeah, it's, yeah. I've never gotten a, that impression. If it has a, like sediment in it, perhaps but the dregs, right? Yeah, if it's yeah, sedimenty, think, thick and sure. chunky wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gross. The bottom of the barrel, as it were. Mm-hmm. Interesting. L- literally, the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Yes. There okay. you go. All right. Where was I? Oh, yes. Yahweh will not do good. Neither will he do evil. Their wealth will become a spoil and their house a desolation. Yes, they will build houses, but won't inhabit them. Seems like a waste. They will plant vineyards, but won't drink their wine. I think they're going to be dead. Mm. The great day of Yahweh is near. It is near and hurries greatly. The voice of the day of Yahweh. The mighty man cries there bitterly. That day is a day of wrath a day of distress and anguish, a day of trouble and ruin, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and blackness, a day of the trumpet and alarm against fortified cities and against the high battlements. I will bring distress on men that they will walk like blind men because they have sinned against Yahweh and their blood will be poured out like dust and their flesh like dung. Whoa. This totally is like Elden Ring. There's a character called the Dung Eater. Gross. Okay, yeah. This is... Yeah, it's really... He's extremely gross, so totally like Elden Ring. Okay, I feel like we're reaching a level of intensity that it's easier for me to imagine Robert Pattinson 
do oh, interesting, really. Personally, mm. more so than Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, have you seen The Lighthouse? Oh, uh, no, but I've I've read the plot and have heard about it and mm. um yeah, Robert Pattinson is a pretty intense. intense actor at this point. Okay. Yes. I think he'd be good doing this. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'll trust you. And he's not canceled like Shia LaBeouf is or whatever. Okay. Yeah. All right, great. Okay, I think it's I think it's Robert Pattinson, unless he loses it in the next chapter. So last verse <laughs> of this chapter is, okay. Neither their silver nor their gold will be able to deliver them in the day of Yahweh's wrath, but the whole land will be devoured by the fire of his jealousy. And he will make an end, yes, a terrible end, of all those who dwell in the land. Cool. Boy, oh boy. Great. This guy's good job. Kind of awesome. Yeah, Zeph. Do you think he... I mean, in a horrible way, but... Is he jealous or envious? Like, does he want something that somebody else has? Or what? what's what's the whole thing here? Well, yeah, that Yahweh's jealous of Baal. Okay. He's just jealous that people are at all interested in someone other than him. Yeah. I mean, that, that seems to be what they're saying, yeah. right? Yeah. Because he's saying that in his jealousy, he'll come and wipe everyone out. Yeah. And he hates that they're worshiping Baal. So, I mean, you know, put one and one together. No, definitely. Yeah. Okay. I was just thinking about like the way in which we talk about jealousy and envy on our other show. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, which which is this here? Is he jealous? Or is he envious? Yeah. Mm, right. That's a good mm-hmm. question. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. What's the difference mm-hmm. there? Yeah. I think it's a little bit of both because if envy's about mm-hmm. you really want something that somebody else has, mm-hmm. if it's like all these people worshiping these other yeah. gods and he's yeah, envious yeah. of the other gods or jealous that someone's going to take away something that you have. Yeah. It's, it's coming and going. Both seem true. Yeah. There you go. It's both. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. beautiful. Okay. Well, should I move on? Do it. Chapter two, gather yourselves together. Yes. Gather <laughs> together. You Can I just, what? Sorry. What did you say? What did Eugene say? Eugene just says, "So get yourselves together, shape up." <laughs> <laughs> I just love that modernization. Sounds like something my mom would say to me. Oh, that's good. Get yourself together, Emily. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Except for using like shit as a word in there. <laughs> okay, okay. Get, <laughs> get your, your shit together. together. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Good. <laughs> gather yourselves together. Yes, gather together, you nation that has no shame. Before the appointed time when the day passes as the chaff, before the fierce anger of Yahweh comes on you. Whoa. Before the day of Yahweh's anger comes on you. (laughs) (laughs) Seek Yahweh, all you humble of the land who have kept his ordinances. Seek righteousness. Seek humility. It may be that you will be hidden in the day of Yahweh's anger. For Gaza will be forsaken and Ashkelon a desolation. Did I say that right? Ashkelon? Yeah, nailed it. They will drive out Ashdod at noonday and Ekron will be rooted up. Woe to the inhabitants of the sea coast, the nation of the Sherathites. 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 Maybe? The, Is that what that says? I think, it's a, I think Charithites. it's a like a Charithites. Like Charithites, really? Char- it might be a hard, a hard or a Oh charith. yeah, probably a Oh yeah, Charithites. Yeah. Okay. The word of Yahweh is against you, Canaan, the land of the Philistines. I will destroy you, that there will be no inhabitant. The sea coast will be pastures mm. with cottages for shepherds and folds for flocks. Sheepy folds. <laughs> Wait, hold on, <laughs> hold on. So the the what is it the sea coast will be pastures gonna, 
will be pastures. With cottages for shepherds and folds for flocks. That sounds nice. What is the sheepfold again? Is it like a little blankie for the sheepy? I think it's like a little pen. A yeah, pen it's like a little where enclosure. you keep your sheep at oh, night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But but it's like the or it's like Mario, Paper Mario and the Origami King. Where they like and we fold up. Yeah, we fold the sheep. Yes. <laughs> we fold the sheepies. Great game. The coast will be for the remnant of the house of Judah. They will find pasture. In the houses of Ashkelon, they will lie down in the evening for Yahweh, their God, will visit them and restore them. I have heard the reproach of Moab and the insults of the children of Ammon, with which they have reproached my people and magnified themselves against their border. Therefore, as I live, says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, surely Moab will be as Sodom and the children of Ammon as Gomorrah a possession of nettles and salt pits and a perpetual desolation. Huh. Hold on, like nettles. So I'm assuming some stinging nettles. Yeah, stinging nettles. Stuff nobody likes. Mm-hmm. And a salt pit. I've never heard of a salt yeah, pit. Yeah, like a, I know like the La Brea tar pit, but I don't know what they mean by like a salt pit. <laughs> so yeah. years ago, Dedeker and I, on a whim, went to a museum of tobacco and salt in Tokyo. Oh, Seriously, the best three dollars I've ever spent in my life. No joke. <laughs> yeah, cool. Okay. Exactly. It was it was an amazing deal because it cost like nothing to get in, and it was super entertaining. But we did learn about salt production and one how salt is super crucial to human life wherever it was in the world, and that one of the ways you get it is in salt flats where you do kind of dig mm. pits, and those are tend to be in the desert. So I think that's I would imagine that's what they're talking oh, yeah, about. Yeah, salt flats. That's very like. Uh, what, like Star Wars or something. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Cool. Now, I, I just want to throw in here that Eugene takes this one step further. So he talks about a sterile salt flat, but then he also says a moonscape forever. Ooh, whoa. It's just like totally barren, Sweet. no atmosphere, Sci-fi. moonscape. Wow. We're on the moon now. <laughs> did, yeah. did they even know? Nobody back then even knew what the moon was, did they? <laughs> no one. I think they worshipped it like a like a god or goddess. They just like or something, saw something right? in the sky, like the sun and the moon. Yeah, but but Yahweh didn't like that. No, he hated that. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The remnant of my people will plunder them. Also, sorry, like those are tangible things. Like I understand, like people of that time, like actually got to see something in the sky and be like, "There's something for me to worship." Right. Yahweh is not tangible. He's just like a figment of our imagination. <laughs> no? Well, I suppose maybe that's why he's a little bit subversive because he's always talking trash about yes. these other gods where you build them out of wood and out of mm. stone and out of trees and and the idea that I'm going to go the complete opposite direction of I'm just in your mind. That's pretty good. So he's going against the grain. Okay. Is that good? Or is it kind of like... Um, no wonder people found these like prophets to be nuts. <laughs> I don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Interesting, though. Yeah. Or, or, or it's kind of like Sia, where you never see her face, you know? Where Yahweh's mm. like, no, no, you can never see my face. I guess. I don't know if she sings through that wig, but anyways, it's fine. Sorry. <laughs> so just the thoughts that happened during Drunk Bible Study. The remnant of my people will plunder them and the survivors of my nation will inherit them. This they will have for their pride because they have reproached and magnified themselves against the people of Yahweh of hosts. Yahweh will be awesome for them for he will famish all the gods of the land. 
Men will worship him, everyone from his place, even all the shores of the nations. You Cushites also, you will be killed by my sword. Does Yahweh like have a giant sword, like a God-killing sword that he's just going to like throw down and kill a bunch of people? I mean, yeah, cool, sure. Mm-hmm. Why not? I mean, I think we've had some other verses in past books where we've talked we're about... Like, it's his sword? Like he'll be a big sword and just go and slice oh, them all. Oh, he's going to embody a sword. Like a giant world-ending sword. Yeah, I imagine it kind of like... It's like the death... He is the Death Star. Oh, see, I was thinking more like in Final Fantasy. You know, when you oh. you know summon your like big spells where like all the, the characters disappear and are replaced by like one of the big monsters or or maybe a big sword or something that comes in and That's good. slices them all. That's good. Yeah, I like that. That's awesome. Okay. He will stretch out his hand against the north, destroy Assyria, and he will make Nivea... Nineveh? Nivea. Nivea. Their skin's going to be so smooth. (laughs) Nineveh, a desolation, and dry like the wilderness. Herds will lie down in the midst of her, all the animals of the nations. Both the pelican and the porcupine will lodge in its capitals. Interesting. The pelican and the porcupine. It's like the owl and the pussycat. Huh. Yeah, I'm like, these are interesting animals to choose. Who knew that they would be best friends? Yeah, I'm, Yeah. hang on now. Hang on now. I want to check some other... The lodge in the capitals? What does that mean? Well, it's like, like all the other ones we've had, where it's like, you know, the wolves are going to take over your castles and stuff. Okay, and, so and... like the pelicans are going to like eat all your babies or something and the porcupine will like sting everyone. Yeah, that's how the pelicans... <laughs> is, do they sting or do they... Is that a sting? It's a quill, it's a poke. They like poke. Poke, emit yeah. their pokes. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Love it. Um. Now, okay, I'm looking at these animals because different translations call them different things. So Eugene oh, says raccoons and coyotes, which is very oh. different from pelicans and yes, porcupines. Definitely. Yes. And then let's see, the, the NIV says the desert owl and the screech owl. Oh, goodness. All these interpretations. Also very different. It's funny, like only somebody of the desert would know like the difference between those two things. I'm like <laughs> right. thinking of the two owls and I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It seems like the King James version doesn't even specify a specific animal. It's just kind of like, oh no, sorry. It does. I just didn't recognize them as animals because it's both the cormorant and the bittern. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, whatever the heck that is. Okay, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and then the the complete Jewish Bible says jackdaws and owls. I love how these people so like who's correct. No one knows. They like nobody grabs knows. the like most <laughs> random animals that nobody knows. They're like list of animals that nobody knows on Wikipedia and then they like pick <laughs> Yeah, it must yeah. be. That's 100%. Weird. Okay, we're almost done. We're almost done. Okay. Their calls will echo through the windows. Desolation will be in the thresholds for he has laid bare the cedar beams. Mm. I, sometimes I wish that I had a place that had like exposed beams. That would be cool. Mm. Although we learned, was it last episode, the episode before, that it's like the beams of your house are going to collect evidence against you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did learn that last time. (laughs) Was that last time? (laughs) Gosh, I think so. Good memory. Yeah. This is the joyous city that lived carelessly, that said in her heart, I am and there is none besides me. How she has become a desolation, a place for animals to lie down in. 
everyone who passes by her will hiss and shake their yeah. fists. It's <laughs> me hissing and shaking my fist. Amazing. It's funny because, Amazing. again, we go back and forth between, like, I'm going to wipe the everything off the map to I'm going to make animals, like, inhabit your cities and then people are going to hiss at your city because it's going to be such an abomination. Mm. But it's still there. I don't know. Whatever. Yahweh doesn't know what he wants to do is basically <laughs> what I've learned from this book. He just throws a bunch of stuff out of there. You know. Yeah, I guess what I've learned about some ancient Hebrew psychology is that Seeing an abandoned city full of animals is like the most disturbing thing. Like the ultimate diss on those ultimate people. Ultimate diss. Yeah. Like, so basically what happened like during the beginning of the pandemic when like nature was healing. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, that was we hate prophecy. That. There, yeah. were, there were like deer running through Times Square and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got it. Got it. Right. Love it. Yeah. We've worked for far too long to displace these animals for them to come back and take over <laughs> our cities. So... That's, um, oh, Emily. Yeah. It's all right. The pelicans and the porcupines will have their day. Yeah, Don't I'm waiting right. for that day. I'm okay. I hope that <laughs> I can hug them as opposed to getting stung or poked mm, by them. Poked, yeah. Bitten. So that maybe the porcupine can just smell how long you've been a vegan and yeah, they'll let you hug it. A decade's worth of vegan? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. Amazing. I just noticed here that in the King James Version, it says that everyone that passeth by her shall hiss and wag his hand. Ooh, wag it. What is a wag? <laughs> Just imagine him kind of flapping his hand at them. It's like, ew, ew, ew. Go Not away. quite as threatening as a fist shake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, so, so the first chapter that we read was all about destruction to you. You're, you're terrible because of Baal and the sex and religion shrines and you're on your rooftops and worshiping stars is terrible. Then the second one was about but this remnant that is going to be cool, they're going to be the ones who conquer all the other towns as well and then let them get taken over by raccoons and porcupines. And now, supposedly, the third chapter is going to be sort of the hopeful chapter, as they always like to end, right? Uh-huh. With like, but then you'll be rewarded eventually after oh, most when of I the don't kill you, know you. have been killed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones I don't kill, you'll be rewarded. Don't even worry about it. But before we get to that hopeful time, we're going to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show. The best thing you can do is just tell your friends about it. We also have some amazing communities. The, the coolest one is the one right in front of our faces right now, which is at our live shows. If you go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live or check us out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash drunkbiblestudy, you can join in the live shows. It's super fun. I think especially because we're doing a lot of these shorter books for a while, it's a great time to start checking out the live shows. You know, bring your friends. Maybe they aren't caught up yet. But it doesn't matter, right? Because we're not in the middle of a book. They can just hop on in. We'd love to have them here. We also just started a Discord server. And if you want to join that, Discord is a super fun place where there's voice chat and video chat rooms, as well as you know normal text chat. It's super cool, and it allows you to connect with other Drunk Bible Study fans without having to always be on Facebook, which is nice, because when you're in a Discord server, you're only seeing stuff in that Discord server, not a million ads and other things. Uh, so if you want to join that, you can just go to discord.drunkbiblestudy.com. And that's how you get an invitation to that. You'll have to sign up for a Discord account. Uh, and then we also do have a Facebook group, which is the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Both are awesome places for posting memes, 
jokes, discussing with people about how caught up or not caught up you are, lots of fun things like that. And we would love to see you there. And lastly, if you're able to support financially, we do have a Patreon at patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. That goes to things like paying our editor for all of the hard work that she does on this show and helping pay for our hosting fees and things like that. So we really appreciate those contributions. And as a thank you, we have toasts on the show, early releases of episodes, and Emily's drink recipes. Uh, her fantastic drinks she makes every week get posted in the Facebook group. I feel like y'all should like start posting stuff too about drinking. It's like... Bonus drink post. You're right. Now that we're making cooler drinks. Also, you better have some of that gin by the time I come. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In a couple of weeks. Boy, oh boy. Boy, we'll see if it's still here by then. Or or we'll just buy more. <laughs> That's <all> right. Yeah. <laughs> we can get more from the grocery store. Yeah. That too. Gosh. All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody. We really appreciate your support. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Chapter three of Zephaniah. Let's bring this home. Chapter three. Woe to her (laughs) who is rebellious and polluted, the oppressing city. She didn't obey the voice. Why is it always a woman? Oh, because they're the worst. I know. They suck so much. She didn't receive correction. Oh, oh, She didn't. eh? Sorry. I just saw that Eugene names this sewer city. Whoa. (laughs) Of course it does. What city Ew. in America is Sewer City? Oh, we could probably get into a fight about that one. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I feel like the city that I've been to where I've been most aware of the existence okay, of the sewer system is New York. It. It's mm. true, though. It's just yeah. true. You can't... It's not, yeah. it's not an accurate... Listen, I do acute, <laughs> like very fondly remember the first time I stepped out of a New York City uh, taxi and I was like, whoa, as like a young person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> However, yeah, I think on top of that, if we're if we're going with purely visceral reactions, also just like trash city, be that as it may, garbage city at the same time, mm, yeah. Yeah, 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 be yeah. that as it may, yeah. Hashtag best city. Okay, keep going. Okay, um, she didn't trust in Yahweh. She didn't draw near to her God. What's that man, her princes in the midst of her are roaring lions. Wow, her judges are evening wolves. <laughs> They leave nothing until the next day. Her prophets are arrogant and treacherous people. Her priests have profaned the sanctuary. They have done violence to the law. Yahweh, in the midst of her, is righteous. Mm. He will do no wrong. Every morning, he brings his justice to light. He doesn't fail. But the unjust know no shame. I feel like he's like, you know, one of those detectives you know, like in a detective game or a detective show. And he's like, I'm bringing justice. Or maybe he's like Saul Goodman. Like, I'm better call Saul and I'm bringing justice to light. Mm. Okay. Ooh, All right. That's All fun. Right. That's fun. I mean, maybe that's blasphemous to say Yahweh is Saul Goodman. <laughs> but, you know, something like that. So you're saying this is what he would put like on his billboard ads or his local totally. TV ads? Totally. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, yeah. okay. Gotcha. Yes. I have cut off nations. Their battlements are desolate. I have made their streets waste so that no one passes by. Their cities are destroyed so that there is no man, so that there is no inhabitant. I said, just fear me. Receive correction so that her dwelling won't be cut off according to all that I've appointed concerning her. Come on. Just be afraid of me. Come on. What are you doing? (laughs) It's like David Bowie at the end of the labyrinth where he's just like, just love me. 
Fear me, and I will be your slave. I mean... And then I'm like, okay, David Bowie. Yes, 100%. Yes, David Bowie. (laughs) Anything David Bowie. Gosh. Anything David Bowie. Okay. But uh, they rose early and corrupted all their doings. Uh, Oh. They got up early to do it, though. That's nice. (laughs) Very, very ambitious. Well, you know, got to get on top of it. Got to get to the best part of the day. It gets the worm. Therefore, wait for me, says Yahweh, until the day that I rise up to the prey. For my determination is to gather the nations that I may assemble the kingdoms to pour on them my indignation, even all my fierce anger. Mm. For all the earth will be devoured with the fire of my jealousy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, classic. It's like gasoline. Like he's pouring oh, yes. his indignation and stuff and then it's going to become fire. For then I will purify the lips of the peoples oh. that they may all call on the name of Yahweh to serve him shoulder to shoulder. What? Like like we're going to stand shoulder to shoulder? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're standing kind of side by side, real close to each other. Okay. Like a marching band. Well... You don't really touch shoulders in a marching band, but I guess you're just saying in a line. Like a chorus line, like the Rockettes. A, a chorus <laughs> yes, line. Okay, like it's a the Rockettes. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Yes. From beyond the rivers of Cush, my worshipers, even the daughter of my dispersed people will bring my offering. In that day, you will not be disappointed for all your doings in which you have transgressed against me. For then I will take away out of the midst of you your proudly exulting ones, and you will no more be haughty in my holy mountain. (laughs) Haughty. But I will leave in the midst of you an afflicted and poor people, and they will take refuge in the name of Yahweh. The remnant of Israel will not do iniquity, nor speak lies, neither will a deceitful tongue be found in their mouth, for they will feed and lie down, and no one will make them afraid. Boy. Oh. Yeah, that's a isn't that one of those oft quoted lines? Oh yeah. Is it? But but I I think this is a repeat of like some psalms and such. Um, Sing, daughter of Zion, shout Israel, be glad and rejoice with all your heart, daughter of Jerusalem. Yahweh has taken away your judgments. He has thrown out your enemy. The king of Israel, Yahweh, is in the midst of you. You will not be afraid of evil anymore. In that day, it will be said to Jerusalem, don't be afraid, Zion. Don't let your hands be slack. <laughs> Is that what happens yeah. when people are afraid? Uh, yeah, your hands go all limp. limp. wrist action. Yeah, yeah. Limpy. Yahweh, your God, is in the midst of you, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with joy. He will rest in his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Gosh, we've really taken such a turn. Is Yahweh going to sing? Yeah. Wait, hang on. What? I like, I want to know. He will rejoice over you with singing. I think he's going to sing. I'm sorry. Does Yahweh have like the best voice in the universe? Or what do you think here? Is he a baritone? I think he's a baritone. I don't think we have a choice. We have to say that he has the best voice in the universe. We've heard him sing. When? In Moana. Oh, yeah. He, he, the Rock is what he's saying. Oh, what? The Rock? Yeah. All right. So pretty good for The Rock. And yeah, he's definitely a baritone. Yeah. That's decent. Yeah, fun baritone. But, yeah. you know, I, I feel like Yahweh would have a voice like that. Like, it's not, you know, he's not a trained maybe not cla- opera yeah, maybe singer. not classically trained. He's not classically trained, but no. he is very, I don't know, it, he has feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those who are sad for the appointed feasts, I'll remove from you. They are a burden and a reproach to you. Okay, no being sad. 
PSA. You're not allowed. Just in case no sadness allowed or she's going to kick you right out. No sorrow. Behold, at that time, I will deal with all those who afflict you and I will save those who are lame and gather those who are driven away. I will give them praise and honor whose shame has been in all the earth. At that time, will I bring you in and at that time, will I gather you for I will give you honor and praise among all the peoples of the earth when I bring back your captivity before your eyes, says Yahweh. That's the end. So there's the silver lining uh, at the end there. Amazing. Wait, so, so he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna bring back your captivity. Yeah, that last line's a little confusing. But also praise you. Like he should. What? Like I should. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, some fat boy slim shows up. And Anything from the message that's, that clarifies any of this yeah. here? Yeah, let's see here. Like the singing. The message such. says, on Judgment Day, I'll bring you back home. A great family gathering. Oh, You'll be famous and honored all over the world. Wow. You'll see it with your own eyes. All those painful partings turned into reunions. Oh. God's promise. <laughs> I'm imagining a finger gun at the end there, you know? He's definitely finger gunning all over yeah, the place. Yeah. Wowzy, wowzy, wowzy. Okay. Wowza, yeah, huh. Well, that was, huh. I kind of remembered halfway through all that reading that we have to do a quiz. And I'm like, oh, boy. Ah, okay. <laughs> Is it a is it a dog or a owl or what? <laughs> right. Gosh, if that's on the quiz, I'm gonna have some issues. It's gonna be that kind of freaking quiz. But do we? But do we feel satisfied with Robert Pattinson as Zephaniah? Yeah, I think I'm it's a great it? choice. I think, I think, yeah, I think he's the guy. I think he's a great good old yeah. R. Pat. So add him is. to our our document there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there he is. Okay. Um, there he is. There he is. I, we have a psalm to do. Yeah, yeah. We're going to read a psalm, but but first I did want to share with you just a nice, sweet thing that something to, to Google oh, yeah? is that I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, it was Ellen's last episode of her show. Um, her final, after 19 years of doing the Ellen show, or 19 seasons at least. Oh, I, I didn't, I didn't know. She's ending. And a bunch of celebrities put together their like thank yous to her at the end. What did the, the Rock say? The finale one of them was The Rock. He was the final one. Or no, I'm sorry. He wasn't the final one, but the audience literally didn't do this for anyone else, but they erupted in applause after his segment of that while it was still going. There were still other people after Obviously, him. because it's uh, God. Yeah. Because it's God. Yeah, it was amazing. And just, and I, I thought it was great. It was his sort of, Final sentiment was what did, just what did he say? 19, you know that you've had 19 seasons of like bringing joy and entertainment to people, and like that's the thing that made everyone erupt in applause. He's just really called it like it was, and it was great. Cool. God does that. So go go Google that or or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Bing it. Yeah. Bing. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Yahoo. Yahoo answers it. Duck. Duck. Go it. You know whatever whatever search engine you want to use. I mean, I guess like web crawler. That's a thing. Does that still does that still exist? I don't know. I figured you'd know. No, we should we should we should read a psalm. <laughs> we should read a psalm. Okay, okay, okay we're fine, fine. Play the music. And now it's time for silly psalms with DBS, the part of the show where DBS comes out and reads a psalm. One oh six. Praise Yahweh. Give thanks to Yahweh, for he is good, for his loving kindness endures forever. Who can utter the mighty acts of Yahweh or fully declare all his praises? Blessed are those who keep justice, 
Blessed is one who does what is right at all times. I mean, that's tough, but okay. Yeah. Remember me, Yahweh, with the favor that you show to your people. Visit me with your salvation, that I may see the prosperity of your chosen, that I may rejoice in the gladness of your nation, that I may glory with your inheritance. Is this David? I guess not. I mean... We have sit. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. It, it could be. It's likely. Could be. It, could it sounds David esque. Yeah, but it, could it does be sound anyone. like his jam. Yeah. We have sinned with our fathers. We have committed iniquity. We have done wickedly. Our fathers didn't understand your wonders in Egypt. They didn't remember the multitude of your loving kindnesses, but were rebellious at the sea, even at the Red Sea. Nevertheless, he saved them for his name's sake that he might make his mighty power known. He rebuked the Red Sea also, and it was dried up. So he led them through the depths as though a desert. He saved them from the hand of him who hated them and redeemed them from the hand of the enemy. The waters covered their adversaries. There was not one of them left. They believed his words. They sang his praise. They soon forgot his works. They didn't wait for his counsel, but gave in to craving in the desert and tested God in the wasteland. He gave them their request, but sent leanness into their soul. They envied Moses also in the camp and Aaron, Yahweh's saint. Oh, boy. Wait, wait what? Whoa. Yeah, since when is Aaron Yahweh's saint? According to this yeah, person. Gosh. Goodness. I thought he was a bad boy. I know. I wonder if it is David and he's, like, angry about Aaron. I don't know. Oh, angry that, huh. like, God's still okay with Aaron. Mm, I guess. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah. It's sarcasm. <laughs> exactly. If it had stage directions, it would say sarcastically right there. Sarcastically. <laughs> the earth opened and swallowed up Dathan. It's like Nathan, but with a D. <laughs> Dathan, whoever that is, and covered the company of Abiram. 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 It's Abiram. Yeah, we've Ab- we remember Abiram. I don't, but okay. A fire was kindled in their company. The flame burned up in the wicked. Mm. They made a calf in Horeb and worshipped a molten image. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Thus, they exchanged their glory for an image of the bull that eats grass. How dare they? What an insult. Wow. Yeah. They forgot God, their savior, Mm. who had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham, and awesome things by the Red Sea. Therefore, he said that he would destroy them. Had Moses, his chosen, not stood before him in the breach to turn away his wrath so that he wouldn't destroy them. Mm. Yes, they despised the pleasant land. They didn't believe his word, but murmured in their tents. They didn't listen to Yahweh's voice. Therefore, he swore to them that he would overthrow them in the wilderness, that he would overthrow their offspring among the nations and scatter them in the lands. Mm. This is very like what we just read, but kind of back in the day. Yeah. It kind of works. I was thinking about that. It's interesting that yeah. it's like very much the same theme. I mean, yeah. all the prophets have kind of been the same theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I like, but, yeah, yeah. but most of the Psalms are like, oh my God, God, you're the best. <laughs> and this one's a little different than that. Yeah. Okay. They joined themselves also to Baal Peor Ugh. and ate the sacrifices of the dead. Mm. Ew. 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 What? Gross. Thus, they provoked him to anger with their deeds. 
the plague broke into them. Yeah, well, been there, done that. <laughs> then Phineas stood up and executed judgment, so the Sorry. plague was stopped. Phineas. Phineas. I don't remember Whoever that. Whoever that is. I don't remember that happening. I know, like, that's Billie Eilish's brother. What? <laughs> yeah. His name is Phineas? Yes. The hell? Uh, anyways. <laughs> okay. That was credited to him for righteousness for all generations to come. They angered him also at the waters of Meribah so that Moses was troubled for their sakes. Because they were rebellious against his spirit, he spoke rashly with his lips. <laughs> they didn't destroy the peoples as Yahweh commanded them, but mixed themselves with the nations and learned their works. God forbid. Oh, boy. They served their idols who became a snare to them. Yes, they sacrificed to their sons and their daughters to their demons. They shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and their daughters, Oof. whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan. The land was polluted with blood. Thus they were defiled with their works and prostituted themselves in their deeds. Mm. Therefore, Yahweh burned with anger against his people. Oof. He abhorred his inheritance. He gave into them the hand of the nations. Those who hated them ruled over them. Their enemies also oppressed them. They were brought into subjugation under their hand. He rescued them many times, but they were rebellious in their counsel and they were brought, mm. brought low in their iniquity. Nevertheless, he regarded their distress when he heard their cry. He remembered for them his covenant and repented according to the multitude of his loving kindness. He made them also to be pitied by all those who carried them out captive. Hmm. All right, we're almost done. <sighs> Save us, Yahweh, our God. Gather us from among the nations and give thanks to your holy name to triumph your praises. Blessed be Yahweh, the God of Israel, from everlasting even to everlasting. Let all the people say amen. Praise. Yah. <laughs> amen. Thank you. And praise Yah. I think I deserve... A little clap for that one. So, so I looked up Phineas while you were reading that, or Phinehas, have you say it? This is a deep cut. Do you remember way back in the day? So he's a grandson of Aaron. Do you remember back in the day when the Israelites were like intermarrying with people who worshipped Baal Peor? Oh, did Phineas take he the spear? He was the guy who grabbed the spear and stabbed it through the two, the man and the woman who were doing it in their tent. Whoa, and stabbed yeah. it through both of them. I remember that. I didn't yeah. remember it did it, but I remembered it happened. That's him. Yeah. That's, that's wow. who we were just talking about. What a good song. refresher. Gosh. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, Phinehas. This is a violent book. Uh, yeah. Yeah, boy, it was. All right. Well... Are we ending this thing? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We got to get our hearts ready for a quiz. Yeah. What's our next book? Yeah. Okay. So, so this is, we're getting to an exciting time and we have some important announcements for everybody actually about all of this. So next week, we're going to be doing Haggai. And then the following week, we're going to do the start of Zechariah, who is going to be a three episode boy. But get this, the week after that, we're going to be doing a marathon live show where we're going to do three episodes with their bonuses and quizzes and all of that <laughs> in, in one big go before we take a little hiatus to celebrate the fact that we have ended the prophets. All of them, they're all done. 
And then we're going to move on to some of the other books in the final section of the Hebrew Bible, which is very exciting. So, so stay tuned for that. Definitely we'll, we'll post the event and stuff on our drunkbiblestudy.com slash live page. We'll have that event, but we're going to be doing things like a giveaway. We're going to give away some laser engraved glasses with some drunk Bible study jokes and things on them. Uh, maybe we'll give away some other things. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's going to be great. And we hope to see you all there. But so that's coming up. We're, we're almost to the end of the prophets, which is yeah, wild. We're basically, what are we doing? Three episodes in one day or? Yeah. 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 So we're doing two more normal weeks and then three episodes all in one live show. Then they'll come out once each week. So if you want to get them before anyone else, yeah. got to come to the live show. That little mini marathon show is going to be on June 16th, 2022. Uh, and that's going to start at 5 p.m. Pacific time, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time in the U.S. And uh, also, I think the hour before it, we will play the recording from the previous week so that you can get all caught up, even if you missed that first episode of not Zephaniah, Zechariah. If you missed that first episode of Zechariah, you can catch it right before the live show and then continue on with the rest of it. And then the very final prophet, who of course, as we all know, is named Malachi. <laughs> I had to look I it up because I, I didn't know that. <laughs> His name, hold please. <laughs> okay. Thank you all for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch or Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Follow us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast and Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jason Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Oh, shit.